Spaceship Omega to an alternate universe. I have here Mr. Caffeine Powered. Hi, I'm Randolph Frankenstein. Well, it's funny you mention that because I'm Pepsi Bones Kruger. I don't know where Randolph Frankenstein went, but <laughs> Pepsi Bones Kruger has time shifted back in. So I don't know. I don't know where Rendar, that motherfucker you guys always talk about since I've arrived, shifted in. I was like translucent, not unlike Obi Wan's ghost. And then I just started eating your Doritos once I like manifested a corporeal form. And uh, here I am. So I'm Pepsi Bones wow. Kruger. This is uh, a treat. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> Not everything is. It's kind of like how there's some similarities and some differences in your alternate, uh, alternate dimension form. I know I don't like you, Bateman. I don't know why. I've never met you before. I know I don't <laughs> like you. Kisses. <laughs> I was thrown off at first because Pepsi Bones is wearing the default Randolph Frankenstein get up of uh, space boots. <laughs> Tight black jeans and a V-neck T-shirt. <laughs> it's a space V. <laughs> I have a lot of similarities to Rendar Frankenstein. When? So it's not a matter of where Rendar is, right? It's a matter of when. Well, with space time, he he could be when and where somewhere else. He could be shifting vibrationally right here in this very room. Not unlike Doctor Sleepless. Is that what happens in Doctor Sleepless when the ghosts come and get him? Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think, you know, a lot of times with alternate dimensions, it's not so much like a portal as it is, you know, we're right and we're occupying the same uh, space, but just at different, different wavelengths. Right, right. All right. Hi, Pepsi Bones. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> I know you always get mad. We should edit out, like, some, uh, <laughs> some like, uh, classic Pepsi music. Like, you got the right one, baby. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, like Ray Charles style, you know, blind motherfucker. You got the right one, baby. Yeah. If this irresistibly simple, uncontestably tasteable, and intimately wonderful, you got the right one, baby. Really talented, though. Her- heroin addiction. Who are you over there? I'm Patrick Bateman, and I'm speechless. (laughs) In Seattle! Tonight, I am Carlos McRiffin. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it. Wait, so is is everyone? Well, we're in a different location tonight. Uh, No, no, uh, Calf said that he was Rendar. He's taking form of Rendar. How's it going? <laughs> so, um, before we get started on our usual topics of bullshit and such, I have a I have a bone to pick with one of the uh, with one of the crew members of uh, nice. Spaceship Omega. Nice. So, yeah, actually, he's not here tonight, so he's a fucking he's fucking lucky tonight. So, um, everyone asks. 
on the on the website. How come you guys uh, were away for like six months? Where the fuck are you guys? You know, why aren't you doing it more often? And we enjoy this. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so stressed. He's potted. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. When uh, when we're planning these when we're planning these Omega casts, we usually have a little friendly uh, conversation amongst ourselves, and um, you know we ask Rendar, caffeine powered. And Patrick, can you guys uh, do a podcast tonight? And immediately, I get a response from Caffeine. Yeah, I can do it tonight or tomorrow. And then, then uh, Patrick chimes in. Yeah, either either day works. He's so usually pretty flexible with the time. And then I just wait a day. And then another day goes by. And then another good day goes by. And I just I just type Rendar question mark. And I hear absolutely nothing. So I don't know what that means. I'm not sure if that's. Uh, Pepsi Bones has something to chime in right here. Well, I don't know if you guys realize, I've been away from the site for about three years at this point. Uh, yeah, maybe in four years. It's hard to keep track. If I had to guess, and that's all I can do, I can only guess because Rendar is a whole different guy. I'd say he's probably just nervous to say the wrong thing. He really uh, respects, uh, from what I understand, he really respects uh, Rick Mick, uh, Mexican or whatever his name is. What's his name? Riff, Mex- Riff, Riff Mexicano, and he doesn't want to disappoint, but he gets he gets paralyzed by fear. Carlos McRiffin was at Boston Comic Con. He had the Oh yeah, Carlos McRiffin. Uh, so I would guess that he gets paralyzed by fear and ends up just just like staring at the wall. But I don't know. I have I've been away for like four years. Is it true that fucking Rendar is the last dude in North America, continental North America, oh, yeah. who doesn't have unlimited text messages? <laughs> Actually, when, when I was time shifting here, uh, we ran it, we exchanged numbers because I had only heard about Rendar Frankenstein. I hadn't met him, so we exchanged numbers. And apparently, here's the deal: Rendar got uh, his phone, you know. I think actually four years ago at this point and never upgraded. And so right now he has a plan that offers him unlimited data, which he got grandfathered into and he has 500 texts a month and he's never, ever gone over his text allowance before ever. What did he do this month? Somehow he's in the 700 texts at this point or something like that. So uh, he's paying te- 10 cents a text, I think. Okay. So, so Rendar is not here, so I can't really uh, berate him, but um, <laughs> conveniently enough, it, some, somehow, somehow Rendar has gone over his 500 allowed texts, yet he can't respond to his friend Carlos when he's uh, asking him if he can, if he can do a podcast that night. That's so convenient. So he is texting someone. Yeah, yeah he's sending 500 texts a month. I think he's responding to the mass text he gets, the group text between uh, Carlos Mexicano and uh, Caffeine Powers and, and Master Bateman or whatever. I, think, I like that. Master Bateman. I think that's how he uses all his texts. I think that's how he got fucked this month. Again, guesswork. Um, guesswork. I just have a rotary phone. Oh, oh, wait, no, no, I'm not gonna take that excuse because uh, Carlos McRiffin, until recently, had a, had a phone where I, I couldn't use the group messages, so I had to text everyone <laughs> individually, and I still somehow managed to do okay with that. All right, well. Anyways, I would just appreciate it if uh, Rent, if you could give a message to Rendar and say, 
Just say yes or no. I don't care if it's a no, because at least I, I just can plan my future that way. Or even an I don't know. At least a recognition I, I of something. I don't something. care if it's, if, it's, if it's an I don't know, then it's probably a no. But just don't, don't leave me hanging. If I had to guess, I'd say he would feel really bad right now. <laughs> like, really bad. If I had to guess. I love school. All right. So, yeah. so I'm, I'm done. I'm done. But. Now that you've beaten up his legal aid. <laughs> <laughs> so what's... Uh, <laughs> um, Calf, you saw the Lego movie. You want to yeah. talk about that? There's a fucking problem with this site. Is that no one sees everything. We used to have him, like, fucking, like... Work dates where we all go see the movie together so we can talk about all it. All on the same page, yeah. So, yeah, I saw a Lego movie. It was really... F- I, I never would have thought to see it in the first place because it's a Lego movie. But then it was like 96% fresh. And it's by the dudes who did 21 Jump Street and Cloudy with Meatballs. And they seem fucking legitimately talented now. And I went and saw it. And it's, it's... The first five minutes of the movie is so subversive. I kept looking at my better half who's in the spaceship tonight. So, dude, no, seriously, the first five minutes, I was like, I can't believe this is a Lego movie, dude. The dude just, like, he's a legitimate dude who just goes, dude, they make fun of pop music, pop TV, like, everything in the first five minutes of the movie. It's really fucking, it's really good. It's interesting. Wow. And it's fucking hilarious, dude. Will Arnett as Batman, fucking so good. Yeah, if I don't Batman's know. Batman's in it? Dude, Batman's in it. Green, like, dude, Han Solo's in it. Lando. Wow. It, it's all the Lego franchises. That's crazy. The main character is, Chris, is uh, Andy Dwyer. Oh, yeah. He plays like every man. Did, did they have to pay like ro- extra royalties, or since they've they already like the right, yeah. because they've like made the Lego figurines yeah. already? Charlie Day's in it. You want to hear something subversive? Oh, I found on the uh, 2014 edition of the Anarchist Cookbook. Uh, oh, we're getting tagged on in, some fucking instructions database. how to make a actual working lego assault rifle (laughs) 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 why i saw it on the anarchist cookbook 2014 you can actually cap motherfuckers we haven't even uploaded this somewhere yet and i'm sure it's on a database somewhere (laughs) prism prism just fucking heard that through the 17 cameras i have in here my xbox one it was all activated yeah just woke up Cataloged you No you guys should You'd like it You'd like it It's really good Is it one of those Legos. Is it one of those Animated movies where it's like It, it, it operates in a number of levels Where you have like Children mm-hmm. who enjoy it And then adults will, can enjoy it The kids will like it Because it's Legos But adults will like it Because it's smart Yeah I mean And like Dumb adults will like it Because it's Legos Right <laughs> Like Like Yeah Because I was like Wow It's a really like Anti like Corp so and then you get into the thing. It's like it's an anti-corporate movie made by a corporation, profiting corporation. So how subversive can you really be when you're feeding the beast, anyways? We got. So this is what happened. You, you know what I was thinking it was that. So we legitimately couldn't get together last week because Rendar. Maybe he's. You know what? He's probably in his cryo chamber because he was fucking deathly sick last week. When I uh, he <laughs> told me when we crossed uh, space time paths. He was going to spend the rest of the night in the Bacta tank. Oh, you know what that go. is? Yeah, I know what the Bacta tank. Oh, I mean, his equivalent, isn't it a fucking bathtub filled with bath <laughs> Mountain Dew? Bath bombs. <laughs> yeah, it's filled with <laughs> bath bombs and Diet Dew. It gets super fizzy. Well, what did he, what did he tell you? <laughs> no, he told me he was going to spend the night in the uh, Bacta tank. Yeah, so, so, well, I think we should be sponsored by Skrulls. <laughs> oh, really yeah. Send a letter. 
I'll write it in blood. Dear Mr. Skittle, taste the rainbow. Taste the rainbow. Only you can. S- Don't say that. This is dang kids. It's a what? Oh yeah. Whoa. Oh, is it? Yeah. Welcome to 2004. <laughs> well, dude, you know what I was gonna say is because last week, me, Carlos McRifferton, and Master Bateman, because fucking Renda was convalescing. We went to eat. We essentially recorded a podcast in that restaurant. We all got drunk and talked about things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a little deep. What? A little too deep for the podcast. Well, because... Well, I bring it up because the Lego movie, the same idea is like we talked about... I think I was... Br- what was that? Yeah, you were asking... I was talking about the, the Daily Show and how, how subversive can it be... Because it's powered by a corporation, po- yeah. right? Yeah. I know my anarchist... But is it, but is it better than nothing, Better than anything, though? right. I mean, it, you know, if someone sees a Lego movie and... It's a lot about like preserving like the creativity of youth, which I think. I think Rendar was on NPR recently ranting about creativity, <laughs> wasn't he? I no. Don't, I don't have that. Oh. Definitely wasn't Pepsi Bones. Would you say Pepsi Bones is something to be said for uh, encouraging our youth to create? <laughs> I think this is a we're speaking to a, a classic conundrum. Uh, this is true. There's a real classic conundrum. Like, so if you have corporate sponsored evil that perpetuates like all sorts of terrible shit but occasionally they put out stuff that's like so i don't know like one example is like the disney corporation like like they're truly and evil on a lot of fronts own stock in disney, so. right but they also like the shit a lot of the shit they create is like truly like amazing pioneering like you look at pixar like i don't know just even pixar disney itself i know but like in general like pioneering when disney bought them no, no, no. That's not yeah, true. No. Up is all, I don't know. Like, dude. Uh, but what I'm saying is, is like, they cre- it's really tough because on the one hand, like on the corporate side, they're milking everything they can and trying to squeeze out every dollar, T-shirts and every fucking figure. You, you know what I'm saying? But like the product they create is also like it expands imaginations. and ha- Sometimes. Sometimes, right. But I'm just saying, it, this, it just this, this is the tough negotiation. It's like if you're a fucking, if you're a dissident and you write like an amazing book and it's put out through like Barnes and Noble, it's like, all right, like, should you not put out your book that is subversive through like a corporate means? Or like, do you want to try to reach as many people as possible in the hopes of like sparking, you know, just enough to get the fucking the yeah. ends justify the means. Yeah. Well, the ends will never make a difference. But besides the point, uh, there's a fucking the show on Lego movies called Where's My Pants, and like the gag every episode is Where's My Pants. And Wait, what? They're making fun of like dumb like. Oh, I see. Like, like a show in the yeah, movie yeah. And it's like <laughs> on the set, and every episode ends with like, you know, the Urkel. Did I do that? But it's Where's My Pants. Where's my That's pants? like idiocracy. Remember that idiocracy <laughs> where they have that show where everyone just gets kicked in the balls? It's just people getting kicked <laughs> in the balls over and over. What's idiocracy? You've never seen Idiocracy? No. Well, every day I look at you, I see it. But <laughs> boom! It's a good movie. It was a Mike Judge movie. Yeah, I, I love movie Do you want this mic over here? We're holding it. Me, me, and Pepsi Bones. I have a lot of brothers. I, I got that guy who wrote Omni. One of my brothers. I got Pepsi Bones. Another of my brother, Rendar. My dad had thick balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was like a paste when it came out. He just he smeared it across people's foreheads and just wiggled its way in there. It was more like strings of linguine than anything Aww. else. He pull he would pull pull a load out of his penis tip with his fingertips. He'd throw it in some fucking pasta sauce, or he'd call it ball gravy. And then what would happen? Baby's born. Baby's born. And then we're here. 
We come out 60% finish out of dad's balls. That'd be weird if they, if like sperm. There's a little baby. Like, no, wouldn't it be weird if like a sperm was like the top half of a baby and an egg was like the like <laughs> from the belly button down, like the legs, and they for- and like sometimes like malformed babies is like they form at the side, so they're born and they scream because both like the top and bottom are open, they bleed to death and die. Oh yeah. You have to like line it up perfect, like magnets. You can look, you can look evil, it's fine. Like sometimes <laughs> the magnets have to. Yeah, I love Legos, by the way. Like, I've been saying, maybe I'll do it. No, I won't now. But uh, I've been saying for a long time, I want to buy a fucking Lego set and make it. It's been a long time since I've done that. Yeah, if you go onto the Anarchist Cookbook 2014, you can get a Lego assault rifle for when you do Occupy uh, your local mall and the (laughs) the cops come in. (laughs) You got a Lego assault rifle. Pepsi Bone's a lot more wild than Rendai. I don't like what he's saying. Uh, we're going to get in a lot of trouble, Pepsi Bones. <laughs> you got to go back to your dimension after that one. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of the team. Everything is awesome when we live in our dreams. Everything is better when we stay Uh, Bateman, tell us about Rush, the movie you saw it. Uh, yeah, I actually watched it twice in the last two days. Oh my god! Well, because I watched, watched it twice. Yeah, because I wanted to show Elizabeth. I watched it once late by myself, and then let the me next guess: day. a guy overcomes the odds. Yes. And he, yeah, you're so fucking <laughs> typical. Yes. But this, but to be fair, to be fair, this is this is based on a true story. Oh wow! So this isn't this isn't this isn't manufactured. This That's, actually yeah, happened. Hollywood didn't get it. It's fucking mitts on it and jazz it off. Well, no, I read I read about the original story. Yeah, they 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 jazz some things up a bit. But yeah. the, when it actually happened, Ron Howard was filming everything too. <laughs> I'm, just so, I'm just so glad that white guy could overcome the, the odds. The core of the story. Well, it's about it's about Formula One racing. It's all white guys, <laughs> of course. He watched Antoine Fisher and said he hated it. I'm just saying. <laughs> he did? Yeah. No, I, I never, never said that. I, I saw that. Isn't Denzel Washington in that? I don't know. Ron Howard makes movies that make you feel good. He's a fucking hack. Yeah, I mean, no, that's the thing. But not like Spielberg. Right. It's good, but it's not like groundbreaking. It's not like... It's not breaking down any barriers or fucking rewriting Yeah, but it anything. milks that dumb gland you have. Everyone has those glands. Yeah, but your gland is dumb. We had that discussion. We could talk about her. That milks your gland. I like good movies. All right. oh, you're such an asshole. Master Bateman, please tell us. Just list calmly. Don't get too worked up. Four things you liked about the film Rush. Go. Four things I liked. Well, this isn't real time. This is great. Don't edit any of this. And, and put the Jeopardy movie in, uh, music in. Uh, it was inspirational. Oh. Well, what? That's not a reason no. to like something? Shut up. Keep going. That's uh, going to be it. That's not going to be it. Um, the acting was good. The acting was very good. It wasn't, like, amazing, but it was very good. They did a good job casting, too, to, like... Uh, well, it's sort of weird. There's the two. Man of Steel did a good job casting. Give me a fucking reason to care about this the, movie. There's two roles in it. There's like there's sort of two main characters. There's this guy, I guess Nicky Lauder, who wasn't Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth, yeah, Lieutenant Burnface. Exactly. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth, like there. It's sort of a, it's about both of it's about both of them. But it's the the Nicky Lauder guy is the narrator. 
Um, so I guess he's probably the more central character, but it's about both of them and their relationship and their rivalry. And, uh, oh, God, we all saw the trailer. We know what it's about. I know, but, well, I, I mean, want to know why you should, I should like it besides good casting. And well, insp- insp- much inspire. It's, uh... It's a pretty looking movie. It looks cool. You are such it's a well, bimbo. It's well acted. It's a great story. It's inspirational. Is it really a great story? It is. It's a cool story. It's really because it's, it's, it's real. unique. It is. I think. I mean, it's not unique in the sense it's never been done, but I mean. That's what unique means. <laughs> no, there's different degrees of uniqueness. Uniqueness, I feel like, doesn't mean it's nuanced and unique. But there's I mean, the unique general and there's unique, and I know which one you are. <laughs> so I mean. I mean, do you want me? I can talk. Do you want me to talk about what happens in it? <laughs> what the fuck are we watching? I told you it's cool. <laughs> I told you it's cool. Watching a monkey groom another monkey's asshole on Netflix. Yeah, it's what, pretty what's impressive, this movie called? Right? Made in a, Wild, Wild China. China. Wild China. It looks like Bateman. It got, it got 89% on. Uh, what? It's a Rush? great movie. All right. So, so Chris Hemsworth character James Hunt is like the playboy. Like Dude, I know br- what the movie's about. Brash. We don't, we're not yeah, doing movie synopsis on the Omega <laughs> cast, all right? Well, what do you want to know then? Nothing. It was fine. You didn't tell me anything. I'm... It's well shot. It's well acted. It's an inspirational story. Stop saying it's inspirational. It is. But if you're trying to persuade me. Don't you think <laughs> that if you watch a movie and it inspires you, that's a positive? That's a pro of a movie? I think so. Do you really all want right, to get uh, to this? Hold on. Hey, hold. If it really inspired you, how have you done anything differently since you've seen it? What is He's you... going to be a Formula One racer. What has it inspired you to do? <laughs> Um, I mean, I don't feel like... This is Bateman and Nacho, ready? It inspired me to overcome the odds and win. That's how we view his life, and win. (laughs) I'm going to win at things. At what? At money. (laughs) And and body. (laughs) Money and body. I mean, more of a a feel-good movie than inspirational is probably the, the right... No, I'm sure Riff, he was inspired. Riff, to you, you know words. You're smart. Well, no, this kid says no, inspiration, that, and he that, needs he needs to feel di- good. What's well, the difference? Well, inspirational means it would inspire you to go out and do something. But I, movies don't necessarily inspire me to go out and do something. It makes me feel good inside, and then I'm going to go and resume my regular life. Right. Exactly. That's why you're still in a fucking hover round <laughs> eating peanuts with the shells. Who are you to say to me that shells it it's not inspiring? Pe- you don't know what effect that's going to have. I me. know you haven't done anything different with your life since you've seen it. You don't have to. So wait, you're telling me if you watch if you watch something for it to be inspiration you you would have had to have done something within 48 hours of watching the movie for it to be <laughs> let me tell you something that's I saw, ridiculous i went 1997 i saw star wars uh a special edition in the theater it was so inspirational i went to the fucking mall the next day and bought a toy land speeder i was inspired <laughs> you you just feel good you just ooh my warm you can fuzzies let it, in my tum tum. You can let it simmer. You can let it simmer, Pepsi bones. There's nothing wrong with that. I just you gotta. Take no, no, I'm just. Oh saying. no, I just wish you knew how to use words right. But it is, it is. I did use it right. It is inspirational. You're wrong. Uh, what does it inspire you to do? I don't, well, it doesn't I'm inspire me to do a specific action. It, ins- it, it, I feel like it reinforces. Oh, it gave you false hope to make you think you're special. No, that's not true. I feel like it reinforces some bad. of the ideals of. I mean, for instance, like, I mean, because one of the things that happens is this, the Nicky Louder guy basically gets, he, he gets really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers! I'm sorry. Everyone knows that. I didn't know I'm sorry. that. At this point, I feel like you can talk about it. He gets really yeah, fucked up. Yeah, he's walking around the world with the f- he gets he gets <laughs> he gets really fucked up. <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny. And yeah. he comes back like like ridiculously soon. Is it like, because burned? he's no no yeah, this is the other guy. Don't burn his ass he's so <laughs> he's so he's so driven to to, to compete. And I feel like I feel like just uh, it's inspiring to see a guy that like is so committed to 
like pushing himself that he's willing to like do things that I feel like are would be almost impossible for most people to do. I, I find that inspiring. It's like it's being so committed to it. And I'm not saying I could even do this, but it's like being so into something that like they're willing to just go above and beyond to make it happen, make their dream happen. I feel like that's inspiring. He didn't get any sort of backing from his family who was wealthy. And he was basically like, fuck you guys. I'm going to go do this by myself. And he did it. And he ended up being the champion of the world multiple times. That's badass. Okay. <laughs> it is. Sure. I mean, maybe it's not to you, but I'm telling you it's badass to me. I bet you'd like it. I think you'd like it. I'd like you to watch it. I will never watch that movie. Please watch it. Because you know what it is? It's, the, it's another cinematic equivalent of that fucking dumb fist bump at the end of Breakfast Club. Oh, Ugh. God. Take that world. But see this, I'm a guy. Ugh. This is the thing, Overcoming though. Overcoming the at odds. Least, at least with that, you can. It, it, it's a fictional story. This is based on a true story. It, you can't say that this isn't real life. It is. It happened. It's First real. First of all, what you saw was not real life. I know, but the, 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 the underlying premise is real. I, I, all the details are not the real. I gotta say... It is. is it, isn't there some, some parallel, though, between that fist pump and, like, Luke blowing up the Death Star at the end of Star Wars? Isn't there some parallel between the two of those? Like, or, or just even a, a, that type of so. story? I mean, it's just, that's that's a, a feel-good ending, too. So, I mean, it, ju- it just depends on your, I guess, the, the setting and the characters exactly. and if it, if it Most, appeals. Keep I was going to say, no, the, that type of setting or that type of characters. So, I think Star Wars is just a... It's it's more um, it's more out there in the in the type of characters that they present as opposed to just you know, like Formula One racing. <laughs> Pepsi Can we? Um, I think we should at this point shift slightly because you mentioned Star Wars. <laughs> I think we should all name our favorite Star Wars character whose name is not mentioned in the films. I wouldn't know his name. So like for like we would know their name through either novels or action figures and whatnot. Or an encyclopedia. Um, what would you, uh, what, what's so your basis I, for being their favorite then? If I might say, I, I pronounce it uh, Gamorrean, but I believe it's Gamorrean, like the Gamorrean guard, the pig guards in uh, Jedi. That would be like an option. That's your, okay. I don't know if that's mine, but. What's your criteria for favorite though? Favorite, the one you like the most. Just for any reason? Yeah. All right. Who's yours? I'll have to think about it. Riff Daddy, who's your favorite character who's not named in, in the movie? I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I, I got mine, I know, but so, you, who's yours? I'm gonna grab Calf's balls right now, the way I'm saying. I, I got nothing to offer this. I don't Yo, know. You, oh, come on, you know. I don't know ones I don't know. I got the answer. No, the, <clears throat> Lama I think, Su. I mean, Both just. Uh, this is based off of the, <laughs> the story I read. <laughs> Doctor I think. Pretty good. Yeah. Oh, this part's. Oh, wait, when do we start watching Avengers? I put it on because I was fucking nothing. Riff, <laughs> Star Wars character's not named. All right. Um, I'd say IG88. Dude, we are so on the same way. I'm gonna say Bosk. I was, I was gonna say Bosk, but I don't really know much of his like back backstory. It doesn't matter. Well, but no, but IG88, that backstory that he has is pretty sweet. It is sick. I love IG88 for the fucking level in Shadows of the Empire. Uh, in, in, in the, right. the junkyard, uh, but I love Boss because he actually right. interacts in that movie. He like growls. Yeah, he, has a, he has a line, right? Yeah, he basically growls a little bit. It's sick. Uh, Bateman, who's your favorite? Wait, tell me who's your, who is yours? Mine is Boss. Do you know who, who that is, is that? Bateman? Who is that though? All right. Do you remember the movie Empire Strikes Back? Yes. 
you remember when they have all the bounty hunters? Like the like Vader's talking to them all because they want to fucking yeah. capture. He is the dinosaur looking motherfucker in the yellow <laughs> jumpsuit who like uh, growls when like uh one of the fucking Imperial dudes is like, you know, uh he's like bounty hunter scum or some shit like that. He's like scowling at the thought. And this motherfucker dinosaur like clicks his weird ass toes like he got uh crazy nails and shit and he like looks really mad. He's a dinosaur in a jumpsuit in outer space. I gotta go uh, runner up and you numb. Oh dude, you sir. Cue the clip. <laughs> He's got a weird melty ass face. Speaks Spanish. Straight up comic relief just by looking at him. Oh yeah. Oh, he's the fucking, he's the offensive Mexican space Mexican, right? Yeah. If you want to go that. The the Jabba's little like rat dude. He's not named in the movie, right? There you go. He's not named in the movie though, right? No, I don't think he is. So that's a good. Yeah, that's that's. That's my. You never said one, calf pal. I don't know. Salacious crumb. It's a great name. I kind of like. I mean. Doctor Evazin, you like him, right? I don't know. Warlong. I don't Zuckus. know. Oh my Zuckus. God. Zuckus. Oh, <laughs> Zuckus. That was a wild, is that where you wanted to go with that? Okay, that was a wild segment. Talk about, I'm not caught up on True Detective. I didn't see last week's. Oh, man. Dude. I know. Every, apparently no one's seen a tracking shot before, right? Everyone's losing their mind because no it's one's seen a, a tracking shot. It's still a fucking well-done scene. It doesn't have to be never done before to be worthwhile. It's still a great scene. It's super tense. It's great. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Well, I want you to see it. I, no, dude. I'm sure I'm going to love it. It's just funny because everyone's like, oh, my God. And then if I you, mean, I know what you mean. Yeah. You've seen, you watch a movie. Everyone compares it to the scene from Children of Men. True or false? Can you yeah. tell me is is it a gunfight scene essentially? No. Yeah. Yeah. Guns are involved. Do they wrap up? So hold on. Let's talk about True Detective. All right. It's fucking. It's awesome. We've been watching True Detective at different points. It's fucking awesome, right? Yeah. It's my favorite show on TV. What does that mean to be on TV anymore? Because is House of Cards count? Yes. Because on television. I watch it on it's my your television. Favorite television t- style show, whatever. It doesn't have to actually be on. I don't know what is TV anymore though. I think it's really it's like it's, it's like calling like a phone like a, like this a phone. It's like it's, it's yeah. so much more than a phone. The phone is such a small percentage of what right. it is, but it's just an it's just sort of like because even you, know. you can watch HBO Go on your computer and you're watching it exactly. So what is it about? Me and him are supposed to battle, and then you asked a good question. So I've been right. You go. This is Bateman. So so what would you say? What would you say exactly is it that makes True Detective so good? What would you say? He always kind of like says, "Would you say yeah. again?" <laughs> so I'll say that. What do you What do you like about it? What I like about you, well, I think that Woody Harrelson and good Matthew, casting. We get it. Your mom taught not you just, that not one. Not just no, because casting implies the selection right, shut of up. people. They do a great it's, job. Shut up! It's got the whole deal. That's not what you mean. <laughs> it is written very very well. It has a cool concept of being like half of it takes place like present day, basically half like back in the day, like mid nineties. So like really you get this crazy. like. Isn't it, like, absurdly good-looking? Yeah, it's weird. You get this uh, really cool, like, I don't know, it's a really interesting idea, like, 
half the time you're watching them like on this case and then half the time you're, you're watching like the fallout from it or like them being interviewed about it, which is kind of a novel concept. Uh, how, yeah, I'll be back. Now, how how rooted in that concept would you say your enjoyment of the show is if they were if they went upon a simply linear time? Would you find yourself still enthralled by the show? Because I would. <laughs> I think I would. I think even without that, the, the casting, uh, the performances, um, I mean, it's almost like a, a truism at this point. But like, It's shot beautifully, too. Um, it's hold on. Awesome. Shut up. Uh, McConaughey. Sorry, he, he, McConaughey's in like this weird renaissance of his fucking career. Um, you know, Dallas Buyers Club, uh, fucking Magic Mike, Wolf of Wall Street. True Detective, just everything he does is golden now. But but Woody Harrelson too, mud. he fucking kills it. Yeah, mud. Um, it's just awesome. It just fires on, on every. It, it's. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> Pepsi Bones is burping up chunks of fucking steak. <laughs> pizza I'm not Renda. He's a different guy. He's a pro, not me. I'm a wild card. Wild card. It's firing on a lot of cylinders. Every cylinder. It hits everything perfectly. And also, yeah. Like, there's cool action. There's great fucking dialogue. The characters themselves are an interesting fucking... Um, they're really interesting, like, foils for each other. Because on the one hand, you got Woody Harrelson's character, um, uh, Cole Hart. Is that his name? No, no, just Hart, right? Woody Harrelson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cole is the fucking uh, is McConaughey. Russ Cole right? is McConaughey. McConaughey. Right? So Hart is Harrelson. Marty, right? right? Yeah, Marty Hart, I think. So uh, Harrelson is like the dude who like says he like plays by the fucking uh, you know he's a dude that supposedly colors in the lines and like doesn't get in any trouble and like believes that the the rules are there for a purpose and yet he fucking crumbles inside because he's breaking them like like it it, it pains him to be honest with himself about the fact like he believes in all these laws and rules and regulations as like a detective and as like a family man and yet he he for his own sanity he breaks him like he's you know fucking around on the side and like he doesn't feel like he should have to go through the bureaucracy of, of being a detective whereas McConaughey doesn't have any pretense about that shit and he just fuck he revels in the fact that there is like absolute chaos around and like rule like Hold on. Hold on. I was gonna I was gonna buy Miss Marvel so you can look at it while we just I find I was telling uh back you can bleep this out. Hey Riff, I'm gonna call everyone by their real names in this segment and you can just no. bleep I was telling Arella, I was like, boop, I tell him boop Arella <laughs> that uh I think it's interesting about both the characters is I find them both deeply fraudulent. They're both yeah. deeply flawed. Oh, you know what I mean? I flawed, but I don't know if they're both fraudulent. I think I think Russell lies to himself all the time. He calls him out. In the, I like this. I only said the third third episode, second episode when he's just like, you wouldn't. I don't buy that line. Like, oh, we're the monsters that keep the other mon. Like, no, you clearly believe in some sort of law keeping. I mean, I've only seen the first two episodes. You know. Yeah. I think I think there's like a complete human being between the two of them is what I was oh, telling him. Yeah. Selling umbrella. Boop. Here. Look at this. You you flip through this quick. Well, you get the. I mean, because they talk about his daughter dying. I mean, you get the. Right. He's all just, fucked up. Right. He, or but, he, but like, you're right. On some level, he must still have some sort of hope in something, or he right. wouldn't do anything. Just, I mean, isn't true nihilism just not getting out of bed? Right. Or you definitely or wouldn't enforce the law if you were right. a nihilist. Right. You would believe, I mean, that everything is. You know. The, I think the, he's just a really, really strong cynic, basically. Yeah, yeah. He's just 
But he, on some level, he thinks that, like, maybe you can make a difference. It's funny, too, because for some cops, they'd be like, oh, no, they don't. But he, like, I, install me if I'm wrong, because I haven't seen the news episode. Like, and I guess for posterity's sake, I think when we're recording this, the fourth episode's airing tonight. So I assume at least the fifth will air before this gets out there. So yeah. if things that occur after this negate what we're saying, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. Where is I going with this? I have a, I have a hard time. Yeah, I have a hard time believing his wallowing because I feel like he does wallow. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. You know, I know you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like, I think it's the second episode, but it's a defense mechanism. Yeah, it's a defense mechanism, right? Exactly. It's like textbook psych 101, right? Because like you said, his actions. I mean, when he says something like, "I think as a species we should basically just walk into extinction," it's like, so why are you even trying? Like you said, so I mean, yeah, but I mean, that's I feel like that's a pretty human thing. It probably happens to a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's been through some shit. I think, and I think that there's a natural and maybe dangerous allure to ally yourself with Rustin because he's so he's he says a lot of what I mean, probably we being the people in this room, like if we're contemptuous of like dumbasses, like we like to spout off like soliloquies like him about like the dumb pricks at like a fucking at a yeah. church or something, yeah, but then you have to be like, well, wait, like. He's flawed at the same time. It's one of the things... Uh, we can get this conversation. I know me and you were talking about it. Uh, Bateman. 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 Uh, is, uh, well, it's funny because I think I talked to you about this before you saw her. And then you had some problems with some of the dialogue in her. Yeah. And we were talking about it, I think. And actually... You know, I'll, just, I'll use his name too. No! We've, no! we've talked about it with like... With like uh, Fight Club shit. Like... People fall in love with like monologues or like quotes. I was definitely telling this to my fiance over there in the other room. No one's gonna get this. Ah, uh, it's like people only hear like half of a quote, yeah. or they shoot. Like so, there's that moment in her where he's like, "Oh, I think I've only. What if I've only experienced all uh, everything I've already experienced and." Life's just one big empty uh, whoop-dee-doo. Or, you know, you know, you, you both, you guys all know what I'm talking I about, exactly right? Part, yeah, yeah. And that part, like, explodes across Tumblr. People are jerking off about it, right? But, like, all you have to do is listen two sentences later for Samantha to be like, you're completely wrong. Like, that's a ludicrous stance. Like, I've seen you experience beautiful things. But you don't see anyone on Tumblr or, like, on Facebook quoting that part, right? So it's almost like we almost pick and choose, like, our poignant parts from movies. Or, like, like, we... Like, in, you know, I teach the books of everybody, Chuck Palahniuk, and, like, it's great that, like, he makes some, like, great observations, much like Rust, but you have to consider, like, he's almost, like, intoxicating in, how, like, how he presents his stance that, like, underneath it are some, is, like, a flawed or bad individual. Like, definitely the kid's, like, survivor, like, Tender Branson kills people and stuff, and it's, like, or, you, do you, you know what I mean, though? It's almost yeah, like you have no, to exactly consider, like, the entire yeah. package, like, because quotes are, I don't know, quotes, I Right. Well, I mean, everyone at Palinic, like I know, me and I watched the video. Oh, me and I watched a video with him Stop when he's like, every character has one major thing they're avoiding, right? That like they're all deeply flawed, and I think, I guess, if I was going for that, I'd just be like, you know, I think Rustin's like a very. What is this thing about? Rendar's reading. Pepsi Bones is reading. What? Rust. His full name is Rustin Cole on True Detective. Yeah. Rustin. Rustin? Yeah, it's his full name. They call but him they Rust. they call him Rust? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know his full name was Rustin. I can't... 
No. Makes sense. Rust is sort of a. Do you like it so far? Yeah. No, but I hear you. Well, the thing is, though, like when you hear a quote, like just because like you, a quote resonates with you, doesn't mean that you necessarily think it's the absolute truth. It just sort of like can strike a chord on some level, you know. But it doesn't mean you you, you subscribe wholeheartedly to whatever they're necessarily saying, you know. Right. But like it's a feeling that maybe other people have felt before, and they capture it very poignantly. So it's like, oh, yeah, I completely know what that feels like. I, I wouldn't describe my entire being as being having that outlook, but that I know exactly what right. it's like to feel. Right. We want to get inspirational. I think some people take quotes and they almost like wallow in the sameness. Like, oh yeah, like thinking about her like oh i've been sad main character in her is sad like let's be sad together and lament the fact that we'll never feel anything new or like oh man we're all dead decaying organic matter like am i making sense i've had like half a bottle of wine no (laughs) you know what i mean like like no how about you fucking realize yeah it's like you said like it resonates with you but that doesn't mean like okay let's just it's like let's what do you do with that knowledge or with that sameness? Like someone else has felt what you've felt. Like, does that mean you just like, Oh, I guess we're all together in this suckiness. Or do you pursue that, that next step, which is like, okay, well maybe we, it's not all hopeless because other people have felt that. And we can like, if, if Russ says, Hey, the whole world's a ball of shit. And we're all like, yeah, the whole world's a ball of shit. I don't know. I don't think as much to be had by just being like, well, okay, let's just lay in the train tracks. Like, Especially since which is tying back to my original thesis, which is he's like a flawed dude. Like, you know, you know when he fucking had a daughter, he loved his life. Exactly. Ostensibly, right. so if he wasn't a fucking latchkey dad, no, I'm just kidding, and she didn't get plowed over by a car, like his whole world, like can you, can the it, can the essence of the universe pivot on that that one chance moment? You know what I mean? Because it's it switched so strongly for him. Right. It shouldn't, but it's understandable. Right. Right. It does. Exactly. It looks like he's in hurry, wearing high waisted pants. Yeah, Bruce Banner does with no belt, like it's like a <laughs> Velcro top. I had that sad dude. I had the exact same thought when I saw him earlier. We're watching Avengers because we're, we're at my part of the space. We're in my compartment of the spaceship in the universe, dude. You know what the best part about? Uh, I was reading the quotes from Anthony or Joe Russo, the dudes who fucking are doing Winter Soldier, and they were like, "Yeah, I love Brubaker's like." postmodern deconstructionist take on Captain America. I'm like, holy shit, these guys rule. They get it. Because they, they were like talking about, he doesn't wear the red, white, and blue, dude. Yeah. He wears a fucking pretty rat ass. It looks in the Winter Soldier trailer, it's like he's wearing that uh, outfit. I think it was in the comics after Steve Rogers came back, but Bucky was still Cap. Like like when yeah. he was just the in in just, um, not Avengers. What was he in? He was in Secret Avengers. Secret Avengers. That's the costume in the fucking movie, right? Yeah, wasn't he just called like? Su- they just call him like Steve. S- like he was like Super Soldier. Or like no, I don't even. They call him like just like Captain right, Rogers his, or some like, shit. Role. His role was just like, I don't, yeah, I know what you mean. He's just Steve Rogers. Are you planning to step on me? I'm very excited for Winter Soldier. Yeah. I mean, some people, he's not here now, right now, Frankenstein's like, well, as long as a superhero movie makes me giggle, well, I guess that's good <laughs> enough for me, he says. And Frank, what, frankly, I'm, because I fucking have expectations for Winter Soldier. Would you say that's your top movie this year in terms of what you're looking forward to? 2014? No. Dude, you can see, like, the veins in his bicep. It is pretty unreal. I mean, unbelievable. We're watching it on my TV. For some reason, it's all blowing us away. Uh, the f- yeah, it's the fucking half a bottle. I'm not stopping either. I'm drinking until I fall down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, 
sure aren't. You're a lab experiment. Everything is special, but you came out of a you bottle. You fucking see Roger's razor burn. For real, look. That's good. Huh. We're watching on 1089p or whatever. 1069p. I would say, I mean, this year for comic book movies? No, just movies. I'm so bad with movies. I mean, right now it's the one I'm fuck. So, do we have to do this every podcast? But, like, legitimately sometimes right now, I start thinking about the fact that they're filming a Star Wars in three months. <laughs> Shut up. I, and I get fucking... So- Dude, they oh, are dude. filming a st- and all right. Um, I gotta tell you this, and this is a real thing. I want everyone. He's got fucking. I want look, everyone, hold on, I want, no, hold on. Hawkeye has Bob Costas' eye in the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> I want everyone to know this, not just the people in this part of the spaceship, and I think I speak for Rendar as well. I per as uh, Pepsi Bones Kruger, and Rendar Frankenstein. Is any ver- any iteration of us in the Omniverse. We don't want to know about Star Wars Seven. I was I was looking at uh, Omega Level the other day. Something about maybe concept. I just I, I literally xed out the fucking browser. I don't want to know anything. I think You're I'm not done. gonna watch trailers. I think maybe I'll watch trailers, but I'm not gonna read news. You know what? You know why you should watch trailers and maybe read news? Because if not, you end up like our friend. <laughs> So desperate to like a shitty Star Trek sequel. No, that movie's awesome. It's not awesome. It and he, awesome. he didn't fucking watch anything, and he probably wasted two years of his life. That's not why he likes it. You can't... Hold on, hold on. Let me say something. <laughs> it's clearly smarter than me. And if he could take something resembling an objective stance, he's like every other great mind in the world, which is they have an emotion, and they fucking use their brains to rationalize it. Well, I saw something on the screen that was Star Trek, and I desperately need to like it. That's not true. Uh, let me ass- let's not de- let's not debate Star Trek for the eighth podcast in a row. I know this is kidding. It's good. We have like re- it's like recurring. It's like a sitcom. We have callbacks. <laughs> Did I do that? Got any cheese, please? Cut it out. Like How rude! Hello, Newman. Did I do that? Boy, am I hungry. Got any cheese? Cut it. Out. Oh, Hello, Newman. Hello, Jerry. Have mercy. You know, I've always wanted to go to a goth nightclub. Really? Bazinga. None <laughs> of you ever see my practical jokes coming, do you? Riff, this is where you do your sick montage of every fucking stand-up thing. So, or sitcom. So it's going to be How Rude and, uh, and Have Mercy from Full House. Got Any Cheese and I Did I Do That from Family Matters. Uh, hello, Newman. Hello, Jerry from Seinfeld. Bazinga from fucking <laughs> Big Bang Theory. Uh, you know what? I don't. Th- you haven't named one show I like, so we're gonna. Oh, you like Family Matters. I do kind of like Family Matters. You like Seinfeld? I don't, don't get me started on Seinfeld. I think it's so overrated. No. I think Curb is better. I think. I well, agree yeah, it's fine, but. I have a hard time. I definitely so I definitely belong to a group that gives people the same feelings that Seinfeld fans give me. I want to take their happiness, and I'm talking to all of I'm I'm talking to people. I don't like Seinfeld fans for some reason. What's I know what's wrong with me? Talk to the hand because the face don't want to hear it. What do you? Why do you? What do you mean when you say you don't like them? I don't know. It's you don't like how much they like it? I don't know. It's a visceral reaction, like ugh, ugh, George Costanza. Ugh, 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 fuck you. What? <laughs> what? Dude, I didn't into. Oh, I'm just <coughs> what do you want me to do? Have a good reason for what I just admitted was an emotional reaction? <laughs> yeah, hold on. I'll be just like. Give the- Riff the mic. 
Hold on. Griff, defend Seinfeld. You have to. But we might be able to try to understand it. Because I feel like... Here's, here it stems from. You know what it is? Is that I don't like it as much as people who do like it. So it confuses me. And then when I... You know, like anybody is confusing. I just like naturally like recoil at it. Because I'm like, no, it's not that funny. So do you think that they're... Do you think on some level you think they may be misinformed? Because they like it so no, much? No. Sometimes I feel like I'm missing something. And people like stuff a lot. And I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, not... All the time, like Star Trek or Arrested Development Season 4, which blew. I'm just trolling. I'm trolling. Ren I mean, I'm trolling. That's, no. <laughs> that, that's another Dude, one. Dude, I told you. Hey, you can bleep this out, uh, Riff, but I, I told Johnny Hot Sauce that we call you. And he's like, well, I'm still going to call him and you can bleep this out. He's like, I'm still going to call him. And I'm like, that's okay. But I think I've called him. Dude, you have so many beeps. I think I've called you Rendar more times in my life than I've called you. Say something about Star Wars before you cut me off. Oh yeah, it's amazing that they're filming. Dude, they're like, ostensibly. Dude, we're probably gonna get like a teaser trailer at, at Comic Con, right? Something. That's crazy. I legitimately, so I shouldn't talk about this, but I have like, I've never thought about my mortality before, but and I'm, this is so sexy. I'm getting married next year too. But I'm like, I have to live to see Star Wars. I, th I thought that. I've had that thought. I've had that <laughs> thought. Like, what if I get terminal or something, <laughs> and I don't see Star Wars Seven? Like, dude, it's a really dark but honest thought. Dude. Yeah, you're a plot to fan. Oh yeah, fanboys, which is actually a pretty terrible movie. Dude, I I was thinking today, dude. I was in theater. I was just like, I. First of all, I was like, oh my god, if. Star Wars is like dude, it, man. It's it's everything. It's, so I'm watching the Avengers. And I don't think it's gonna be as good as the Avengers. It's gonna be better. Nah. It has to be. It, it, that, now you get out of control. Last podcast you didn't say it had to be as good as Avengers. <laughs> Bait, what do you think, no, Bateman? That was Renda. Renda. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be better. It has to be better than everything. <laughs> wow, Pepsi Bones is crazy. He's right back. <laughs> It has to be the best thing Dude. ever. It has to be. <laughs> if it isn't, I don't know. Oh my god. Dude, is when you're sitting in that theater, you're gonna be no different than you were fucking. I know. We've already used. 17 years ago, whatever it was. Yeah, Rendar already admitted it. Wait, hold on. Real thought. Holy shit! Wait. So what? 2015. It's gonna be 16 years since Episode One came out, right? Yeah. That's fucked up. I'll have lived dude, a double month. Hold on. If I was, dude, I just had this thought. What if? All right, hear me out. Hold on. What's, can we talk about this part quick? I was watching the Avengers right now, dude. You know what's the best part about Hulk fighting Thor? There's two awesome things. First off, Thor can stand his ground with the Hulk. Oh, that's amazing. It's a fist fight. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, dude, look at Thor. He's legitimately enjoying this fight. Like he's not scared at right, all. Right, right. He's having a good time. He's, he's yeah, like, he's having he a fight. He's, he's a, a fucking god. It's of great, course. dude. He's, but like, 
Yeah, I, I I was watching it. So I was watching it a couple days ago, and I was like, man, Thor's really just like having fun at this fight. Yeah. You think that Thor could beat the Hulk if he wasn't holding back? Yeah, yeah, he's holding back right now. He could shoot him with a lightning bolt right up his asshole. <laughs> Barna, our quarrel's not with you. Our quarrel's not with you, Barna, or something. Oh, yeah. Are we going back? What were you saying? All right. So here's what I'm saying. You guys understand the concept of reciprocals? No. I know Rip Ducks. He's super smart. Bateman, you know what a reciprocal is? In mathematics. Yeah, and in life, though, figuratively. Yeah, yeah I know, yes. Explain to the audience, the, the mouth breathers amongst us, who, what's a reciprocal? It's like the converse of something, right? Right. Oh, my God. Perfect. So, so dude. One half is two ones? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, all right. So, here's the deal. In 1999, people that had waited fucking 16 years to see Star Wars Episode One were sorely disappointed because they went from having a franchise that was amazing to absolute dog shit. Right. And it was 16 years. It was 16 yeah, years. I get it. What if, what if it's the reciprocal again? Like it returns back Dude. to it. <laughs> and they, we get in 2015, 16 years after episode one, a Star Wars that blows our fucking dick tips straight off. <laughs> like literally, they have, to, they have to close down theaters. They have to shut down the movie and give out warnings and fucking like heart pills. Because dudes are having nerdgasms and their dick tips are blowing off. What if, what if the the generation that got fucked and had to grow up with prequels? What if we're finally rewarded for all our heartache? The pro- I, what if? Right. The dick tips that are blown off are actually sent to the past, and those people that are getting fucked with those dick tips. It's it's all fucking big cycle. <laughs> this is the thing. What if? I mean, that would be awesome. That would be awesome, right? But my the thing is. Do I think that that's likely? I don't think so. So I feel like you might just be setting. You don't think it's likely? No, dude. Because Again, just, uh, yeah. Just statistically, oh dude. Think about You're it this way. Just think statistically. You like Rocky Balboa, right? Listen to me. Statistically, <laughs> how many movies do you get that actually just do that? It's they're they're rare. So I mean, just that alone, I feel like it's just, to bank on that happening is setting yourself up for disappointment. Banking on what? It being so good, it's going to blow your dick tips off. <laughs> to like really, not, and I'm not saying you think for sure, but to like feel, co- like really believe that that's like, wow, like that, that, that could really happen. I don't know. I just, I feel like you're setting yourself up for bad things when you do that. I just want to enjoy it. That's what I'm saying. If you go in with that expectation, then it might blow your dick tips off and then it'll be awesome. It's all gravy. But the problem is if you go with that expectation, anything short of that, you're going to be somewhat disappointed. You don't want that. That's so great. Hulk fucking thrashes a plane. Dude, right. Oh, that's, he grabs, grabs it? Yeah, that's... That's why there's no way Star Wars can go to the Avengers. It's such a fucking... Don't you say that, like, you, you, like, you admit that the story in Avengers isn't that great? Yeah. So don't you feel like... Why would it be that hard to top, then? Because there's so many good moments in it. Like, genuine moments, despite the story. You know what I mean? True. There's so many memorable moments in this movie that, despite the fact that the story is pretty much, like, touch and go, it's... Like, honestly, dude, if I had a bet... I would say objectively, I bet Avengers Two is gonna be better than Star, the new Star Wars. I wouldn't necessarily not. I'm sorry. Think. What do you want out of me? You want me to lie? Yeah. Pepsi Boys <laughs> wants me to lie. What do you What do you What do you think about Miss Marvel there? It's good. I like. The girl says, uh, "I want to be you, except I would wear a classic politically incorrect costume and kick butt in a giant wedge heels." It's funny. She's funny, Kamala Khan, right? Yeah, I didn't know anything about this before reading. So what's is about that she's a new Miss Marvel? Yeah, where you been? I haven't been reading comics, quite frankly. Yeah, <laughs> quite frankly. This is fucking great. Keep going. Who, who did this comic? 
Um, you can get to it at the end. The artwork's awesome. I, I like the artwork a lot. You'll see. It's cool. What were you going to say? Hey, I got a question. For, you can vamp while he's reading this comic. <laughs> so, oh, man. What was he going to say? Say something. Uh, well, I guess we're not we're not live. Yeah, they're both fucking... Who's the artist? Uh, Adrian Alfona? This is Miss Marvel we were talking about. Do you want to look at it quick? Yeah. It's pretty sick. What's Miss Marvel's deal? Explain it to me. Well, she's been like an existent chick, but now she's Captain Marvel. And this new girl. It's like a teenage origin story, but it's a big deal because she's female and she's Muslim. Which I, we talked about it. I oh, think that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Wait. right. The conversation we had, yeah. Yeah. We had, yeah, we, we, we had that, like, discussion about basically how, like, it's all about, like, the intention behind it. Like, if you, so, like, if you, like, make a character, say, like, a minority because it's, like, a marketing move versus, like, if you genuinely feel like you have a vision of it that way. Right. right. Pepsi, right? We got into this, like, the idea, it came up with, like, Miles Morales. We'll talk about, we're talking about the new Miss Marvel and how she's, you know, a teenage Muslim. Now it's in your brain, so you get it. And like people, you know, people cry foul, like, oh, they're just pandering to, you know, <laughs> it's funny because who were saying it, you know, uh, people who have always been pandered to, right? Did you yeah. see me talk about that? Like, um, I, t I mentioned it in one, in a buy these flipping comments column. It's like, you only hear p people complaining about pandering in comic books, dude, when they're trying to appeal to a new group of people. Right, like right. you never hear about pandering when it comes to like the double page spreads or oh, the right. tit Girls shots. With their butts out. Yeah. Or yeah. the fucking the variant covers or the explosions. Like all that frankly is pandering, right? Right. It, it, yeah, so much of the fucking paradigm as it exists is just pandering to like what of the status quo is. So people get upset whenever the status quo is even like there's even an inkling that it's being challenged. I don't even mean challenged like like that it's it's being defied. Like, yeah, exactly. People get upset anytime you say a character like maybe let's try a character in this version who isn't this way, and people fucking freak out. Right. So like, you know, coming off that, and then like, so me and fucking Carlos McRifferton and Senor Bateman or whatever, we're talking about like, we got into this really big. <laughs> I was fucking drunk that night. Let me tell you, I had three idle hands. What are they drinking? Idle, idle, idle hands. Patriarch. Yeah, have you had those? They're good. What is it? It's a beer, man. Like a punch? No, is it, we were at Foundry. Foundry sponsor us. Foundry in Davis Square. <laughs> it, there's like a beer. Anyway, so like, basically, we started off on that, and then we got to like, you know, the idea like, oh, well, if they were doing it to appeal to a, a new group of people, like financially. I would think it's still okay, frankly, because it's still getting those people involved. What do you think? If they're like, because you know what, Al, Al, Axel Alonso was like, you know what, there's like a group of people, our, our stats show, that like are not being represented and they're new comics readers and we need to create characters that yeah. appeal to them. Like, pandering has a very negative connotation. It's just like, it's like a negative word for appeal to. Right. Yeah. Right? And then like me and you, Bateman, like Riff, we talked about like, is there... You know, we were we were throwing around a lot of big words that like just the meanings themselves can be debated. Like, we we're like, well, is it? I think Riff had the phrase like, is it artist artistically, or does it have artistic integrity? What you had some phrase for it, like. No, I was just saying it was a driven by uh, the artist, or is it driven by by uh, what you call uh, money, like. Right, and then I think we got into the idea where it's like. 
When it comes to the big two, dude, like, is there such thing as something that's not driven by money? Like no, Marvel right, and DC. Right. Everything that has a Marvel or a DC standpoint, like, fucking legitimate, like, like the, the comics creators that I respect on an artistic level, they do fucking big two work to pay the bills. Like, they're, they're not doing it because they really want to do a fucking Spider-Man story. Like, Warren Ellis or Paul Pope or Brandon Graham or, like, any of these motherfuckers, if they're doing big two stuff, if they're not doing creator-owned stuff, it's to pay the bills. It's right. I mean, I, but then I thought I got into it like true objective, like pure artistry doesn't exist, right? Like unless you live in the woods. Well, yeah. Because like think of it this way. Like I think I posed the idea. It was like, well, all right. So I create my own stories. But like I feel like you're going to react to the idea of having an audience one way or the other. And it's impossible to not be reactive in some sort you could say well i'll pan I'll, I'll give them what the audience wants they want right and it's like okay well that's one thing but even if you're like you know what i'm gonna stick to my guns because these are my guns but isn't that still taking a stance in response to like an outside force what do you think like if someone's like oh when you that whole like it's like we want you to bring that character back and like you're like absolutely not i have integrity but it's almost like that stance itself could be driven by your desire to remain in heavy quotations pure you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like people who do something because everyone does it and people who don't do it because everyone does right. it. Right. And then on bo in both cases, you're being influenced by what everyone does. In one case, you're just going with it. In one case, you're going Right. I feel it. like it's very, if not impossible, to have true artistic... It, when, when it a I think it's a negative way of looking at it. Like When I say to have true artistic integrity, I admit, A, that I'm not really defining integrity well, and B, I'd say maybe it's not even the worst thing in the world to not have quote-unquote true... A lot of qualifiers there. What do you think? Rendar Bones. Uh, it's just... It, it's a fact that artists have always been fucking paid by something... Like, the Sistine Chapel was fucking paid for. You know, like, <laughs> like, everything has always been sponsored <coughs> by, by someone. So, it's tough. It's, it's that constant negotiation of finding the people who will pay you to do your art as close to how you want it as possible. But this is the thing that there are people who created art where it wasn't paid for. We're like, say, like, what do you mean? Like no, something you give a shit right. about? Tell me. This is the thing. Something I, you give a shit about? I won't that be able to. Created. I won't be able to give you a name of someone right now, but I'll be able to find it. This listen to this scenario: someone who, on their own in their pastime, like they were painting, and then somehow got discovered. They didn't get paid to do that. They literally did it purely out of what they wanted to do. And then someone happened to see it later and say, that's really good. Right. And then something but, came but of it. But the reason you heard about it, which you didn't because you're still dealing in hypotheticals. <laughs> but the reason that anyone heard about it was because it was fucking paid for at some point. Right. But I'm just talking about influencing the creation of it. Isn't that what we're talking about? I don't know what you mean. Maybe, yeah. the cre what do you don't know what I mean. I think we're talking about the creation of it, right? Like he was like Michelangelo was paid to do the Sistine Chapel. Like that was the he, he there was money driving behind the creation. I'm talking about creating it independent of being paid to do it or anticipating people seeing it. I think what we were talking about last weekend too is if it was if it was biased based on just trying to trying to be different rather than having that the art like the artist vision say a new character was um you know, black as opposed to white. Is that just because they actually envisioned that or they're right. just trying to break the mold and just like, well, I'm going to make this character black because there's no other, 
there's not a lot of uh, superheroes or superheroes that aren't female as opposed to male. So is, is it, that okay? Is, it, do we, is that well, pandering? Not, not or okay. Is that a bad thing? Not. I don't know. It's just. It's just. It's hard to to um, draw lines in the sand and say. You know, it's it's uh, artistic vision as opposed to just trying to break the mold. Yeah. You know, where do where do you draw that line? Well, I mean, I think I mean that's a binary situation, right? It's one or the other. I mean, it can be a little complicated. Hey, like I think it's what I was pitching to you to you guys like that night was like showing me Panda Baba. What is that? Something left by suffering. Something left by suffering. It was our uh, sack. Maybe there's one thing. It's it's like hey, we need Miss Marvel. I think I told you guys like Miss Miss Marvel is a role that's not filled right now. What can we do? Right. And then someone's like, you know what? We could use this opportunity to diversify our fucking stable of characters, right? Like, so it's like editorial, like we need something new. And then, so, and then someone else is like, Hey, I mean, even if someone was like, Hey, let's appeal to fucking teenagers, teenage women and people who aren't fucking Christians. Like, I don't have a problem with that. I think yeah, that's I, was, good. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I don't feel like it has to be like, I have this artistic vision that it's this. I mean, if someone were to just say, like you said, Hey, why don't we do this because you know we want to appeal to this group? I don't feel like inherently that's a bad thing. Or even if someone's like, we know it, we need a fucking Muslim character. I'm sure there was different pitches, and some dude or dudette had a fucking great pitch, and they're like, we like your idea for this character. We like this take. Yeah, I feel like it's more honestly about how it's done. Like right. if it's done in like if you do some like shitty stereotype and it's just like like that's worse than yeah. just having the desire to try to do something different and new for the sake of that. It's tricky. You look it through. What'd you think, Miss Marvel? Oh, sweet! I want to read it more. Like later, yeah. I just didn't want to do it. I thought it was great. It's funny too, because you know what's funny? It's funny too, because you know what's funny. What's interesting is now that I'm 31, like that the teenage origin story resonates with me. I still enjoy it, but it's like I'm I'm getting further and further from away that, from that. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, maybe that's okay, because they know they have me locked in, and so. They want to appeal to younger kids, or not even younger kids. They want to appeal to kids. I am not a kid. I am a thirty-one-year-old who's getting married <laughs> next year, and I teach. It's like, so I, it, I, I know, and that's the thing. It's like, people freak out, right? You know, like, oh, like, oh my God, there's gonna be a Muslim girl, and like, I was telling Bateman and Rev, it's like, calm down. Like, ninety-nine point nine percent of the characters in the comics world you can relate to. It's Most okay people. if one. Right. But if you guys have talked before about how in that world people flip out if anything detours from any any of the standards. Isn't that the case? Comic books are like fucking baseball. They're so fucking beholden to like the way things were. Like, that's you would driving never do that. Stag- that's stagnant. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Which is ridiculous because all that is is going to restrict you and prevent you from doing anything new. Right. I mean, because we were talking about gimmicks too on Body Swapping Comics, but... Rendai Bones doesn't read the site, let alone comic books. We're talking about how, like, everything right now in the Marvel Universe is... You drink too many beers, you fall asleep on me? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Everything's tying in right now with, like, in space, right? Like, Iron Man's in the Guardians of the Galaxy, we'll say. There's a young Cyclops comic book that's going to take place in space. Jean Grey, the young Jean Grey from the past who's now in the present, and we wonder why our medium's not taken seriously... No, it's just Jean Grey, all new X Men Jean Grey. She came from the past, and she's still hanging out here in the present. Okay. It's fucking stupid. Any, but like, so everything's taking place in space right now, right? And I was saying, I think it's kind of gimmicky and bullshitty because, to me, it seems like it's just pandering 
It's just trying. How do you establish a comic book is relevant quicker than having your big, your heavy hitters involved in that universe, right? The Guardians of the Galaxy, who cares about him? Well, all of a sudden, Iron Man's hanging out with right, them, right. and they're putting Jean Grey on trial. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of shit. And that seems like, that seems really, you want to talk about, like, artistic, like, integrity. That seems very editorially driven. driven. And maybe not even, it's like, but I think one of the things you have to accept is, like, that's just the reality of, I guess, the market within the big comic book industry, right? The big two. But it's, and you know, Johnny Hotsauce had a great point. He's like, yeah, but what about, like, Hawkeye? What about Miss Marvel? What about FF? You, like, all these really great comic books that this exist despite that. Yeah, so it's it, not it, like... It, those comic books exist in spite of the fact that right now comic books are fucking... The big two are R&D for movies and, and uh, cartoons and shit. And then I, you know, and then I was wondering, like, are we are really thinking about something like Halcyon Day that didn't exist? Like, when we and you grew up, dude, comic books are probably still, like, editorially driven towards X if it wasn't movies, right? Yeah. We're I mean, probably imagining, like, a virgin well, era that I, didn't really exist. I think, I think even though there weren't the movie payoffs, like, for a, a long look, time. Look at those fucking biceps. Look, been, at that, look at that vein know, all the way down crazy. Hawkeye's arm. TV's crazy. Um, <laughs> th- there's been the fucking... The Eat ma- that vascularity, Bateman. <laughs> yeah. the, the summer Please, event, you probably right? got all pumped up before the scene and right. oil them up with Vaseline. Right. Uh, the f- the fucking, like, like how long, it, for how long have there been, like, the regularly scheduled big events? Right. Like, like since, like, midnight. Like, when did it really start? Like, I think, like, Age of Apocalypse. Like, that's when I first started to really realize an onslaught and shit like that. Like, right. Well, I think the theme of this podcast is reject the binary, right, in, in your life in general. Because I think there probably has, there probably wasn't a day that I'm thinking, I remember, right? Like, you know, we remember our childhood fondly. Even though we shit our pants and scraped our knees, and our parents told us they disappointed us, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> like so, those weren't good days. So, I'm just an extended metaphor, literature term. What I'm trying to say is that comic books back then probably weren't pure, but the fact that there's six events a year now, as right, opposed right. to one or two, sucks. Yeah. Is that what they do? They have six events in a year. You know what it is, dude? It's like I mean, but we live in a world where the weather channel is commodifying storms. Yeah. What just hit us? Weatherstorm Quintus or some shit? Right. And my fucking dump. My lovely aunt on Facebook is out. Like the weather channel has turned. Well, because weather news is always a commodity, but now it's like they're naming the storms without the scientific community. So it's like right. Pax is smashing us. So it's like we live in a world where that's happening. Why wouldn't they try to exploit right. every? last meager inch of it because yeah they like overlap now like age of ultron went into infinity everything goes into something else so let's see at a certain point if 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 at all times there's never an idea of the fucking status quo anymore right so the status quo becomes like these events right right yeah and it's like what made the event the event was that it was a departure from maybe the norm. And then once the norm becomes a constant event, it no longer sort of has that impact. You'd have to almost create an ev- like a, a super event that's like beyond even beyond those. You know, someone smarter than me who wants to work on their PhD should undertake the shift in event comics post 9-11 and study how the endless war replicated in comic books mirror the endless war that is replicated within our cultural community and as a conduit for examining the American psyche 
Because it, it rep- like Inva- secret invasion. Anyone secret could invasion. be a terrorist. Yeah. Anyone could be I a mean, terrorist. Right, but I think it's just like you see it now. Like we're always at war, so it's like it's weird. And I think what's what sacrifice is like character building moments where it's like you don't have the the, the air. I guess it's great about Hawkeye. It's just one dude who's hanging out. But like in the Avengers, pizza dog. pizza dog, right? He's like Hawkeye is so good. I don't know what else. We're talking about comic books for a while. Colby Sawyer. Colby Sawyer. Maria Hill. Maria Hill. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. They don't even have time for like the post, the post event cleanup episode anymore. Issue. I call it issues and episodes. This so is it just it's just like a constant state of insanity, like crazy shit's just always yeah. happening. For the most part. How about Maximum Overdrive? <laughs> I didn't like that movie. You didn't even enjoy it in a bad way. No, it a- aggravated me. The best part was, uh, Here, you want to introduce the idea, the topic? Here, hold the mic. It's you heavy as shit. Get a riff. Riff can do it. Just falling asleep. Boop, 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 maximum Overdrive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shit. Woo. We're talking about Stephen King's <laughs> debut movie. No, the best the best part was Stephen King's uh, cameo. Oh my god! This machine <laughs> well, says I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> this machine says I'm an asshole. That's all you you want to talk about. It. You shouldn't drink so many beers. You can see in his eyes, right? He's tired. <laughs> tired. Not tired at all. Why yeah. do you like it? I don't. Done has Stephen King directed any movies since then? Yeah, you, three, I'll move for a you don't want to. You, you get I I don't really have much to say about this either, but I think that that's his only movie he's it's ever directed. Didn't he say that he was just hopped up on coke the entire fucking yeah, time? Yeah, there's like interviews and stuff where Stephen King has basically admitted that during the production of uh, Maximum Overdrive, he's just like coked up nonstop. <laughs> Although to be fair, he wrote some of his best books when he was coked up, so. Examples? Cujo. Would you say that's one of his best books? Uh, if, if I go from start to now, yeah. <laughs> so are you, are you saying that the best books are the top 51%? Because if that's the case, then yeah, Cujo. Uh, not 51, but like, I don't know, maybe Well, no, top, that's like, a majority, right? So, yeah, but I'm, I'd say like, I'd, well, I mean, where do you draw? I mean, best is very relative. I would say like, maybe like you. the top like 25% of his books. What's the top Let's 25? look at a bell curve. Like anything that's like a B, like a B plus and up. Bell curves are misleading though. <laughs> They're not indicative of true progress. Yeah, he obviously just didn't know what he was doing. I mean, it wasn't the best bad movie, but I feel like I, I didn't find myself... <laughs> Riff, give us your opinion. No, I don't even know what that means. The best bad movie? Well, when you enjoy a movie for being bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was like almost... It was comedic, but it wasn't comedic enough. Right. It was slow at parts, which I admit. But like overall, I found myself... I mean, I know it wasn't it. trying to be comedic, but that's... I guess that's, that's what we mean by best bad movie. Right, exactly. I don't know. It was... It was almost like I was waiting for more ridiculous things to happen, and it just it just didn't build enough to be like that ridiculous. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, I hear the critiques. I it, just it was just it was just bad. My, <laughs> my reaction is to like still so short of enjoy it, which whatever. To each their own. 
because they, they had potential to make that like so ridiculous like the the first uh one of the first scenes where it's like uh i forget like a saw just like fucking comes loose and cuts a girl like cuts a girl's arm yeah it was like one of the kitchen appliance or something what was it yeah it was like a, a kitchen like electric cutter thing. yeah yeah so that that happened it was like oh shit this is gonna be it's gonna be great, but then it was all all based on these trucks just like circling the parking lot for the rest of the movie. It never runs with its momentum. Like something would happen, and then it would just die back down and be quiet again, right. and then something else would happen. It wasn't like it started to just get crazier and crazier. Right. There was no there was no storyline arc to uh, yeah. to the movie. There was no build. I think that was my fucking problem with. It. I was like, when's it gonna go crazy? Like, yeah. like you know what movie? Ugh, me and you watched it. And I didn't like it. It was fucking Man on Fire. I thought it was terrible. I mean, honestly, on watching it again, I didn't enjoy it as much either. Because, like, <laughs> if it's going to be bad, it has to be, like, bad full bore. It has to yeah. fucking just... Like, with Maximum Overdrive, it was, like, something crazy ridiculous happened. I'd be like, oh, it's so funny. That's fu- this movie fucking sucks ass. But then, like, ten minutes of, like, Emilio Estevez, like, looking at that... It's that movie's <laughs> so bad. Like, yeah. it's like... <laughs> Fist pumping to ACDC the entire time. <laughs> the entire soundtrack to that movie is just ACDC. <laughs> Like didn't think Avengers was gonna be good. I don't think I had any faith in this movie until the Super Bowl spot, and then I was like, "That really is, dude. That's, that's the way to do it, dude." I I really feel like that has su- that can have such an impact. I don't you- think I've ever anticipated the movie and had it deliver. Like like a geek movie. That's a great point. When's the last? Yeah, can you think of a time when you've gone into a movie going, "This movie's gonna rock my world," and it did. Like even in hindsight, like when you actually think about it, I think specifically too, like like that genre, like like. Let's think. Building up to this movie, though, you liked all the, the subsequent movies that, that each individual character had, right? Yeah, and I, but I mean, it seems like, it's it's hindsight now, but I was just like, I don't know how they're possibly gonna corral all these storylines into one package. Like, you know what I mean? Like when I really think about it, like I feel like the movies that really just completely blew me away, I did, I never. I feel like that almost has to be part of it. Attack of Block. We're. St- do you remember a movie that you fucking sweated so hard and ended up delivering? That's revisionist history. <laughs> I was telling, yeah, we're eating pizza now. We're on a pizza. Um, dude, me and you did not have any faith in the Avengers movie until this first Super Bowl spot. That's a good point. Remember that? Yeah, you're right. You're really we were like, they're not going to be able to corral all these storylines. That's impossible. I kind of forgot that we... Yeah. That, I remember being... It's this, I think the, I think the Patriots lost that Super Bowl. Um, yeah. I remember thinking, dude, like, oh, the Super Bowl spot, whatever, it's going to be fucking dumb. And then it, it was fucking amazing. Like, from there on in, I was sold. I was like, all right, this movie can be cool. But, like, I mean, does, like, two towers count? No. Because, like, once Fellowship came out, you were like, all right, it makes sense. Right, yeah. They filmed them all together. 
We're thinking of movies we were hyped for that delivered. Ah, oh, the Dark Knight. Fuck. All right. Dark Knight, I think, Dark beat Knight. expectations. Dark Knight beat the shit out of my expectations. Cause we go back, like, I loved Batman Begins, but you think, just think about the fucking jump from Batman Begins to Dark Knight. There's no way we could have anticipated how good it would be. Right. And honestly, for me, although I don't think it's as good as Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, I went in pretty cold. I had only watched, like, official trailers. I didn't read anything. It fucking did it for me, man. That movie fucking... I agree. Rock my tits off. Really? I I don't think you're a little disappointed with it, right? Well, I'm saying you seem to like say in some one hand like you you say it like it's good enough. I feel like like I've been defending that movie, dude. I love that movie. Okay, good. Yeah. No, when I fucking Rendar played so cool after that movie, you've seen it like once his entire life. I've seen it like two or three times. I I, I like it a lot. It's great. It's part of I feel like maybe why the Dark Knight was able to be what it was was because you didn't go into it expecting to be that. I feel like that almost is a necessary ingredient for something to truly fucking rock your world. So you actually can never meet expectations if you have high expectations. If you have expectations. That that exceeded expectations. What I'm saying is... Star Wars 7. (laughs) When you throw that little element of beating expectations into the mix, that that just changes it. You know? Well, I hope not because I'm really excited for Winter Soldier. That's what, see, but that's what I'm saying. We gotta try to temper ourselves. Wait. You you like the first Captain America movie, right? Yeah, I love it. It's they great. really don't. Ex- they, well, just watching Avengers now. They really never explain Hawkeye's deal. We get a brief cameo in fucking Thor, and then they just dive right into him here. Yeah. Isn't that that's weird. You, isn't that what you want, though? It works. Yeah, but this is the whole thing with like fan service and fan disservice. Yeah, origin stories versus. Right, right. No, I know. It's, it's kind of weird. The whole problem with Matt Fraction's Hawkeye being so good is that he makes the fucking Hawkeye and the Avengers seem like such a dick, fucking dickhead. Right. <laughs> you gotta just do a Hawkeye movie, man. Do it like fucking Fraction. Renner's not right for Fraction's Hawkeye. What? Renner is not right for Fraction's oh, right. Hawkeye. Yeah, no, not at all. They'd have to change. It, it, well... Not even Renner, just this version of Hawkeye, you know? Yeah. Renner could do it. What's the difference? What What is his version of Hawkeye more like? He's awesome. <laughs> He's like an every every man who like wants to do good, but just fails at every step at being a good man. Huh. You gotta read it, dude. He's just like like a super likable... How would you describe him? Like, I think it's how fact you describe him. Like a guy who wants to be good desperately. He's a lovable loser. He's a fucking... He's an outcast of the superhero community. But he's still like a bad. I mean, he's like a superhero. He's a badass, but he just falls short of what? Motherfucker! Motherfucker is just like wears sweatshirts and is a fucking superintendent of a building. He's good looking though. Yeah. Is it? it babe. But he's like a superintendent of a building. It starts with him buying. You should just fucking read. You should just go on, go home tonight seriously and buy the first issue on Comicsology. Okay. He won't. Shut up. You won't. We don't need your commentary. You won't. Keep it to shit. yourself. You go home. You know You'll what? Watch four episodes of Who's the Boss. And jerk Even if it and that's go to bed. true, no, I'm gonna watch True Detective when I go home. Is what I'm gonna yeah, watch. Me too. And you're not invited. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You're not invited to my place. The Hawkeye in the comic books is a talented man, but he's not some ruthless badass. Right. Yeah. He hasn't seen like who like never fucks up. Who's just yeah. He, yeah, he's the kind of guy who like you're like oh shit he's gonna pull it off. This thi- they can't go into enough. They can't go into enough detail in this movie though. There's so many other characters. 
they kind of have to put, like portray him as that like badass, uh, you know, no, no, secondary no. character. I'm using a bow and arrow. <laughs> this is the fucking God of Thunder. I'm using a bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best part in any movie. On that. Oh yeah, there we go. This is the best part in any movie in the last ten years for me. You'll notice <laughs> the second time the Hulk transforms in this movie, it's a very seamless transition from Hulk, from Banner to Hulk. He's embracing his persona. And the initial time it's shot like a horror movie, it's a very tortured, hesitant moment. But this is when the Hulk and the Banner really begin to synergize. It's, I don't think I'm ever going to see a... There will not be a moment in episode 7 that's as cool as the first time you see the Avengers. Dude, there will be. <laughs> abs- I would stake my off. life on there won't dude, be. Dude, this part is so cool, but episode 7 is going to have a fucking moment. <laughs> Lando and Lando and oh, Han God. are playing fucking hollow chess. That's actually not as cool, though. Dude, it's going to... It has what about, to What about Star Trek? Was there a moment in Star Trek no, that was that cool? Uh, no, not even close. So... Because it's Star Wars, man. Everything is Star Wars. But for a Star Trek fan, maybe they... Yeah, but they're the wrong. Thing. If you're a Star Trek fan over Star Wars, you got something wrong with you, hombre. Everything is Star Wars. Oh, man, this part is so good. But I'm telling you, Lando's going to be... He's going to, like, slap some white girl's ass or something. It's going to be sick. I don't want to see Lando. I don't want to see Han Solo. Yeah, they all look like hell. Hulk smash? Fucking forget oh about it, dude. God, I know. Honestly, uh, to be fair, you're you're right, dude. Hulk beating the shit out of stuff <laughs> in this scene right now is one of my favorite movie-going experiences ever. Like, I was losing it in there. Dude, it, it, it's, it's my favorite thing ever. Him just beating the shit out of everything. Fucking Joss Whedon, man. He's the man. You think Avengers 2 is going to be better? Well, that's the question. So, like, Avengers, we all, you know, rightfully so, geek out over. Will Avengers 2 be better than Star Wars 7? Apples to apples. Better than Avengers 2, you mean? Star Wars 7 versus versus Avengers 1. No, I'm saying Avengers 2 Avengers. No, fuck that. I'm saying Star Wars 7 (laughs) versus Avengers 2. Stop changing topics. I'm not. I've always been on this topic. Well, Mace Windu's in both of them. No, he's not in seven. We can segue to that. Answer my question first, then we'll jump to your question. What? What do you want? Do you think Avengers 2 is going to be better than Avengers 1? As good or worse? Avengers 2 is going to be... The only movie it's not going to be better than is Star Wars 7. Fact. Hold on. (laughs) I'm watching. Here's the problem, dude. Is that my favorite scene in the last 10 years can't be done it can't even be like there's something special about seeing the Avengers assemble for the first time right that's beautiful so, so the second one would have to you can't so replicate that right it would have to, like, exactly. have to pursue other avenues they're gonna do it with fucking like all the other dudes so like Rhodey and Scarlet Witch and fucking Quicksilver there's gonna be some amazing scene where they all <laughs> fucking assemble, and there's more, can, you know. How can something in Star Wars be better than the Avengers assembling? Are you serious? No, I'm just, I'm just saying from Riff. your, 
your perspective because it's a completely new story. Like this is right. something that you're actually like looking forward to. You knew was gonna happen, but but Star Wars is gonna be completely new and oh, different. You know, you know, it's you, a fair point. You you ex, you were like you're, building up to this point where right. the Avengers okay. assemble. The reason why that team, that scene was hard was so Wars good. Is completely new. But here's the and thing: you had no like expectation. There there it. might be some moment like we might be. Whereas we've been expecting this, having watched like six movies with all these characters and, and leading up to it, Star Wars, there might be like a surprise moment where like maybe we'll see fucking Chewbacca for the first time and it'll just make us lose our fucking shit. Here's the only thing that's going to be that's gonna be more exciting. Here's the thing, because yeah, I was going to say, exciting. seeing the old, first of all, I don't want to see the original cast. I want to see right. Chewbacca and Lando. So seeing them on screen will not matter. Reunited will not match seeing the Avengers. Right. We've dealt with a dorky topic. I, I'm not even I'm not even like a huge Avengers fan. I this movie's awesome, but but like I just don't just looking at it from your perspective, I just don't I can't see I may or may not be biased, but I would may or may I not. will be pumping you my may. fucking fists. If if Ewan McGregor has Bring a fucking like I, I want, want him in the movie. Part's the best part. But this is the thing though, dude. Even if like that happens and you you have these like old characters come on, that's still not like the new movie. Like it's just sort of like a nostalgia thing. Oh great, but well, it's not Bateman, here's the, the problem. You're talking to an acolyte of Abrams who only understands fan service. <laughs> Abrams yeah. all he excels at is jerking off old motifs. Right. right. I am not an saying. acolyte of Abrams. I like his Star Trek movies, like but I fully acknowledge that I like his Star Trek movies as a relative outsider. Like, I, I'm not like a... I wouldn't call myself a Trekkie. Like, I like... I've watched, you know, a good amount of, like, the old, you know, the classic yeah, series. I know, I know, I know. Uh, just Star Wars fans. Uh, great. Uh, so... I'm not a, I'm not a, a neighbor's acolyte. I I don't know. I it's really tough. Like tr Abrams truthfully, look alike though. I'm not a look alike. <laughs> I I feel like and I'm admitting this and I'm going to try to be objective, but it's going to be really okay. really hard for me to not get caught up in it, you know, sweat like I'm not saying it shouldn't mean something. I'm just saying there's a difference between if like that moment than if they like they show like Han Solo. But I'm not even... Hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 hold on. Right, I'm like, not even... Oh, remember I'm not, when? Guys, I'm not even, like, saying that that... That the, the moment, whatever it is, in Star Wars 7 is going to be the old, like, cast. Like, truthfully, I don't want that. It could be, like... A new character in the fucking Falcon. Or it could be the first time we see a completely new character, like, turn on a fucking lightsaber. Right. That's what I mean. That, that, that that's to what me, it's going to have to be, right, dude. Right. Th and that, I'm fine with that. It but has to I be a new thing. I'm just saying, there's going to be something in that movie that either because I'm biased or not, it just fucking, just a fucking lightsaber, man. Don't like, you feel like that would, like, apply to that in episode one? Like, there was, just seeing lightsabers again was like, ooh. Yeah. Like, the problem with episode one is they fucking make. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see lightsaber for the first forty minutes of the movie. Right, and when you right. do, you don't want it to look like yeah. a fucking like John Woo fight where it's just like. Yeah. That would be one of the coolest things if they could bring back that sort of like. The mystique. Yeah, the mystique. Like, it's not fucking about the flash. You, you, you know, know, it was supposed to be that moment in the. Uh, <laughs> in the prequels, and they absolutely fucking destroyed it. Yoda Dooku. 
Uh, no. I'm thinking of more uh, Vader becoming Vader. Like when they first oh, show God. show him, like when they bring screams? him up. Yeah. yeah, and he goes, no. <laughs> Obviously, everyone knows that. Like moment. it's meant to make everyone just like flip out, but it just feels painful yeah. and it's awkward. Just, it's and just, Padme. Uh, Can we put on episode two? I don't have episode two, man. <laughs> I don't have any of the episodes. I don't even have. Disney needs to wise up and give me the original fucking three in Blu-ray already. Yo, look, he's got inf infinite swag. He just fucking blows himself up. He doesn't care. Oh, it's the part where Hulk fucking smashes Loki. She's just a human and she's doing this shit. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't say that if she was a guy. Well, talk guy is the same thing, right? Dude, they're so good at making him a beast. Smashing like a gorilla. No, it's fine. I'm so sorry gonna be as good as this. Watch how great this is. Dude, he stops to look at him and swings him two more times. It's so weird how he looks like Mark Ruffalo. He's the Hulk. Legitimately, and I want everyone to post in the comments your favorite Avenger. You won't read the comments. Yes, I will. Okay. Okay. What's your favorite? Start, start Avenger? with Bateman. Bateman. What's your? Who's your favorite Avenger? I mean, I have limited knowledge, but I would say, I mean, like in the movie or, or in general, but whatever. Um. Probably Thor. Riff. Who's your favorite Avenger? Iron Man. The Hulk. I can relate to him. I'm all fucked up inside. Evil comes out. Yeah, I feel the same. I like the Hulk. <laughs> the brothers Omega have some devil blood in us, so... <laughs> you got the demons. I thought you like Cap. I like, love the Cap, but I can relate to the Hulk. Like, the, like Tony Stark, who's a... But do you like, do you like Robert Downey <laughs> Jr.? <laughs> do you like you, Robert Downey Jr.? Or, like, Riff, Riff kind of like, looks like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, he does. He uses, uses technology, you know. Yeah, he's a smart guy. He's, in, he's a pretty much... Do you think you'll have the arc where you stop building bombs to kill people overseas <laughs> for your fucking uh, military job? <laughs> really can't talk about that. <laughs> Sorry. Cap uh, uh, outside of the movie, who's your favorite Avenger? Like in the comics. Hmm. Does Iron Fist count? Yeah. I like Iron Fist. N here's the thing. You, me and you can talk about No one else can. I, I ship Natasha with Bucky Barnes. Oh, yeah. In the comic books, it's her and Hawk guy. It's not even cool Hawk guy. It's fucking Jeremy Renner's dumb face. Right. But in the comic books, we can't even get into it because of a certain movie that's coming right. out. Right. But in the comic books for a while, Bucky Barnes and Natasha are an item, and I love that. Agreed. I don't see it between her. <laughs> that's like such a dork. I just don't see it between uh, Black Widow and Hawk guy. He'd get cut. He's a human. <laughs> They're clearly operating in parameters different than ours. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the gap between them, it's like, you go from, like, Hawkeye and, uh, what's the character's name again? Black Widow. Black Widow to, like, the other ones are, like, they're super, I mean, Tony Stark is a suit, which is basically superhuman. They're the weak links. I'm going to be legitimately depressed when Robert Downey Jr. is not Iron Man anymore. Yeah. It's going to happen. No. He's not coming back for four, I don't think. Or five. I heard Zach I heard Zach Efron's gonna be the new oh, Tony Stark. Well they just have a new Tony Stark basically. Or oh, is that a callback to fucking Yeah, yeah, that's what uh, Rendar said. I think they're gonna recast him. 
Well, I think because he signed on for Avengers 2 and 3, right? But no Iron Man's. I hypothesize that he's going to pseudo-die in Avengers 2. You think so? And return. How do they, how do they explain an the entire phase without him? Are they going to do Avengers 4 and 5 between... Uh, I mean, uh, Iron Man 4 and 5 between Avengers 2 and 3? Well, that's, they're not doing any Iron Man. How do, they, right, how do they get right. away with Iron Man? They kill Iron Man. Nah. And then they bring him back. Nah, he's not going to die. What happens to him, then? Where does he go for fucking an entire phase? He goes out of space. Deals with the Guardians. Oh, shit. All right, well, you beat me. People... <laughs> There's a whole contingent on fucking f in the internet who like love Loki and like try to like make him seem like a good guy. Like he's just he's a piece of shit. He's a fucking recidivist. He's just a continual like sociopathic like marauder who's ki yeah, like wait no Tumblr girls love him. Tumblr Tumblr girls. Girls. people love like because he has moments where like he right. like shows some but his humanity. body count is insane. Right, but overall, he, right. like it, you Where's don't the 9 11? you don't get to be a good person because like one percent of the time you know. That's not how it works. But I, I. How many fucking movies, like, Marvel Well, that's the thing is, dude, did, did Vader. Jackson bit in? All of them? Is it all of them? He's cameo in Iron Man. He's oh, up Marvel in Studios movies, let's yeah. put it right, that way. That's what I mean. So he's straight up in Iron Man. Captain America you, at the end. Right. And the Captain America in Iron Man, straight up in Iron Man 2. Thor, is he? He's uh, not in Iron Man 3. He's not in Iron Man 3. He's not in. I don't think he's in Thor. You sure he's not? He's not is he in the I don't think he is. No, he's not, I guess. He's in the of Shield, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I haven't watched that show. You like Pepper Potts? Yeah, I love her. I, I think she's great. I don't like Gwyneth Paltrow, though. It's Why? I don't like it. I don't know. Yeah. Something about it. Yeah, I don't like Gwyneth Paltrow, either. She's I like Pepper She's Potts. good in it. She's good in the role. Yeah, yeah, she's. Yeah, I, it's Tony Stark. You can get fucking any woman. Oh, way to be shallow. Yeah, an intelligent, <laughs> fucking powerful woman who stands up to his bullshit. What's attractive no, about no, that? I'm okay with that character. I just don't think Gwyneth Paltrow is the right actress for it. Because she's not hard enough. Exactly. Jesus. <laughs> Come on, dude. You're better than that. The portal. The you, portal. Get, you get Scarlett Johansson and fucking in this movie. Who would you cast, Griff? Give us a give us a the cast. hardest girl imaginable. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like her. Like I, I get a bad vibe from her. Like I mean, her real self. Ah, uh, the Bateman. You get a bad vibe from you, dude. Bateman Maybe you do. Her at Whole Foods I know. I could just like tell when I look at her that she thinks thing X and that's thing Y. That's not that's just when you look. When at I look you at Tom Cruise, things, you can you just hear like little tell. things. You piece things together. Oh, shut up. You have any idea what she's like in real life? None of us do, really. I would argue. Oh shit! Just the Hulk catching a fucking. Uh, well, she named her child. She named her child Apple. She's rich. What do you want? Okay. It's a different world. Well, that's that what I'm saying. Moment. That's part I of. I love that moment. He throws him like a bag of shit after right, he saves right. him. He saves him, but then he throws him. I love. They make him a gorilla. It's like almost like he's man's inner beast. <laughs> How integral do you think Tony Stark is to the success of the Marvel Moon Universe? Like, a huge part of it. I don't know. I th I th really? Yeah. Mm. I mean, you listen, Rapey McRifferton over there who thinks only Tony Stark should dine in v Golden Vagina clearly getting a bit inflated <laughs> about it. Speaking from the, uh, the crowd that doesn't know the Avengers, you know. Well, here's the thing. No, I think that they're beginning to sexually d diversify. 
Like they could exist. Right, the fact that they're now, doing an entire phase without him signals. Right, but I think without him kicking it off, they've laid you know? that foundation. Right. Well, I didn't say how important was it to the initial success. Right, well, how you dependent lit the fire. Right. Now it's right. Burning. Right. Like yeah, can they can they sustain without? Because what I'm interested. Fire rises. What I'm interested to see is like, apparently Captain America is one of the lower grossing Marvel movies. I'm interested to see how much this one makes. Right. That's a good point. Uh, Stan Lee, I'm and everything. <laughs> you should put Jack Kirby in a movie. Dig up his bones. And Hawkeye wears 1996 Oakleys. Yeah. <laughs> his fa- his fashion is about as outdated as Bateman's. I knew you were going to fucking say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. You should be wearing some Ray-Ban something. He's wearing a yeah, Channing Tatum for 21 Jump Street. Yeah, exactly. Everyone one straps it. I like how they have Tony Stark. St- I think I mentioned this with, with Thor too. They actually have their characters grow. Like Tony Stark. I mean, I don't want to go back to Star Trek too, yeah, right. but characters have to keep relearning their lessons. It's <laughs> yeah. fucking terrible writing. <laughs> Tony Stark's still with fucking Pepper Potts. Thor is not a fucking dumbass at the beginning of Thor too. Right. He's learned his lesson. He's 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 grown as a character. I like exactly. that. It'd be so easy to have like Tony Stark and Pepper kiss and then they never touch it again. And it's just like, well, okay. That's just Tony. Cause like here's the thing, I think I feel like most superhero movies are trying to impart like a lesson or like a point to it. But how can we learn the lessons if the characters habitually have to be retaught them themselves? Well, it's just a metaphor for life in which you have to relearn your own lessons and stay <laughs> true to them. Fuck you. <laughs> Shut up. Let me have it. True or false? Avengers just rules. Rendar has been asleep. I'm not asleep. Well, Pepsi Bones has been... Yeah, medically, you haven't been conscious for the last what? two hours. You shut <laughs> up, monkey. I know sounds are coming out of your mouth, but you're not conscious. He's just like, yeah, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm, uh. What do you want me to say? Avengers 7. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> <What's> Avengers 7. <laughs> I hope we get to Avengers 7. Robert Downey Jr. is fucking 78 years old. I don't want them to ever reboot the Marvel movie universe. They will at some point, dude. Not necessarily. They never rebooted the Star Wars universe. Ah, fair. But like, but maybe eventually. Maybe that'd be awesome if they could reboot the. Uh, no. Oh, yeah. Free goes. Like, I don't want them to reboot. No, not the origi- I mean, Star Wars. You know what? They, with Disney, it probably fucking will. Have faith in Disney. I don't know. They have looking at Disney right now. They haven't led us astray. Was this when? Was there? Oh yeah. Are we done? Are we done podcasting? Yeah. I'm ready. I gotta go watch True Detective. <laughs> Look at him. Shut up with that. Alright, so. You're not getting a ride home. I don't need one. See you guys you shortly. Right? Take us out, Riff. This is this is caffeine powered. Well, uh, Pepsi Bones is going on a little, little I, uh, I want. I want Pepsi Bones the next time. Can he come back? I don't know. It all depends on if you guys phase me in or not. I know Rendar likes to do these things, and uh, if you could bring me back, I'll come back definitely. Yeah, Pepsi Bones. Pepsi Bones. Pepsi Bones starts out high and then he, he ends very low. <laughs> it was the fucking four beers Pepsi Bones had. Okay, Bateman. Dosvidanya, as the Russians say. Dosvidanya. Dosvidanya. Is that an XCOM? Doesn't fucking the, they say yeah. that in XCOM? I believe. That's a Qatari guy. No. That's not the head of the Qatari. Mm. This is Thanos. That's Thanos. So they speculate that might be the third one. Oh yeah, they're building up to him. Those two gems. He's the Infinity Gauntlet. That's why at the end of Thor two, 
the collector is collecting them for Thanos, the different gems. Oh, what do they think the collector's a good guy, but he's actually a bad guy? You see, like two down or something like that. Yeah. What What are the What are the gems? The Tesseract's one of them, yeah. and then there's another one. Oh, the um, Mal Malekith has it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've been waiting. Oh, Chris Cornell song. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, this, is, this is the slave. All right. Cool. All right. Bye bye. We've been waiting in Thailand. <laughs> well, you. Oh, wait, hold on. See. They're not strong. Oh, yeah. We're stars, we're stars, you're tired. He's only the god of death. I don't know. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're the stars, we're stars, you're tired. Not the scroll. We don't own them. Scrolls I don't think they own them. Is it a licensing thing? Yeah. Skrulls are so much more badass. Well, let's save Skrulls for something besides just being a mindless army. Save them for like actual Skrulls. Yeah, Skrull type infiltration like shit. Like a secret invasion type film. Real hood rat shit. Right, yeah. Hood Smoke cigarettes with my friends. I'll be dead by Avengers 4. That sucks. Yeah, me too. <laughs> We're gonna, we're gonna double uh, suicide at each other, right? <laughs> Pessy Bones, you are so dark. We're gonna make uh, suicide. AK, we're gonna make AK assault rifles hey, out of our Legos I and knew, then blow each Rendar other's brains out. But Pessy Bones is, uh, is equally. Oh, Rendar is last money, money, and Keith. Life is pain. We're gonna make real, through which we attain more make, pain. We're gonna make real guillotines with Legos and blast each oh other's heads God. off. Guillotines, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is featuring a new song by Audio Slave. It's just fucking Chatari from Chatari Land. Four words. Well, yeah. Alright, I see the mic. Council Caffeine Powered recognizes Chairman Carlos McRiverton. We cannot decide our fate in a committee. <laughs> Miss, I think, no so democracy. Poor <laughs> Chancellor Valorum. Like, fuck that guy. You gotta have a chance. Good night, one and all. Dirt urchins. Yeah. I thought before she said dirt dirt chins. <laughs> I was like, I, was like, I swear oh. to God. I was like, dirt, what the fuck chins. is a dirt like dirt dirt? Like that's what I thought you meant. <laughs> like dirt. <laughs> I swear.